Tim's News Explosion. 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of Tim's News Explosion. On this uh, Monday, the 21st of March, 2022, we are live on the Wilmsfront YouTube, DLive and Odyssey channels, as well as on the interactive Entropy software, where I've just put in the, the live link into the chat. Hello to all my regulars there. It's always great to see you on a Monday evening. Uh, it is just after 8.30pm here in Melbourne, Victoria, uh, running a few minutes late. And as I said in the live chat, it wasn't uh, Margot's fault uh, because we did the audio uh, visual test before the show, but there was a last minute issue with the uh, screen share. Uh, so I had to redo my, my settings there uh, so I can show you uh, some of the uh, mean price madness that has been going on uh, this week. Uh, now, Margot and I, uh, we were uh, together on Saturday to cover the Worldwide uh, Freedom Rally 7 in, in Melbourne, where, as I predicted, uh, the attendance has uh, uh, diminished uh, since the, or the, the massive hundreds of thousands crowds in uh, November, uh, which was also part of the, the Kill the Bill uh, protests uh, against Dan Andrews' uh, permanent pandemic laws, the, the pandemic management bill. Obviously, uh, a lot a lot of people uh, who may have attended uh, those rallies uh, feel uh, that uh, enough of uh, Melbourne and Australia has gone back to normal, which uh, it hasn't. I mean, we still have uh, vaccine mandates for workers, uh, vaccine passports uh, to get into uh, hospitality, uh, sporting uh, events, uh, hairdressers. So, and obviously uh, the hospitality and retail stuff, they're still uh, muzzled and so are the older primary school uh, students as well. So to, to use Daniel's Daniel Andrews' own words, uh, this is not over uh, because uh, we want it to be because uh, winter is coming and uh, it's not out of the, the realm of, of possibility uh, that there could be maybe not a winter lockdown, but uh, winter uh, severe uh, restrictions. And uh, as uh, the as the motto goes, the, the price of liberty is eternal uh, vigilance. And uh, we, we're seeing, even if even though the, the Northern Hemisphere, uh, they're going into their summer season, uh, that uh, Scotland and Austria uh, have uh, continued uh, their mask mandates uh, because, well, they, they want to try and re-flatten the curve again because the, the curve is... Uh, well, it's going up a bit because of the, the BS2 Omicron uh, subvariant. Did I say BS2? I meant uh, BA2 uh, 
uh, variant, which it's uh, it's the same uh, mildness as uh, the original uh, Omicron variant, the, the son uh, of Omicron. Uh, we had uh, Dan Andrews yesterday uh, war- warning us uh, that there will be an uptick in in cases over the coming weeks and months as the the son of Omicron uh, takes takes hold. Uh, and we already have seen that uh, slight bump in cases across the the, the eastern uh, states. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's uh, cer- certainly uh, we should be worried. I mean, uh, the past two days uh, uh, there have been uh, zero COVID deaths. So it was a a, do- a donut day yesterday. Zero. Zero people in Victoria died with COVID and also today as well. So to use Anastasia Palaszczuk's imagery, it's a, a double uh, double donut weekend, uh, both uh, weekends, no deaths uh, with COVID, which means because there's still obviously lots of lots of COVID around, heaps of people uh, would be asymptomatic, uh, whether they're tested or not. But out of the, well, the uh, there would have been uh, numerous uh, Victorians and Australians who who passed sadly on on the weekend of various uh, causes, as tends to happen with human beings. But and, and as you know, they they test all the uh, all the uh, deceased uh, people for for COVID, and they couldn't find uh, anyone in Victoria over the weekend who had sadly passed who had uh, COVID. In their in their system, uh, but going on to the the, the Melbourne uh, Freedom Rally, it was obviously since there's no gathering limits now, it was uh, 100% peaceful. Uh, we streamed the uh, the the march in three separate parts on the Unshackled's Facebook page. Hopefully, I forget time because I filmed some other footage with my camera. I can uh, I can put together a video highlights package. I'm not sure if I'll put it on the Unshackled's YouTube channel. The second strike expires on March 24th, but I don't really want to uh, take my chances uh, in getting another uh, YouTube strike on uh, the Unshackled's channel. Uh, But uh, obviously, as I mentioned, uh, uh, there is not uh, 100% back to normal uh, across the, the world. And uh, in Canada, uh, one of the one of the the arrests at the the Calgary uh, Freedom Rally was uh, because uh, of uh, one driver who committed this uh, heinous uh, act of aggression. As well as one vehicle was taken off the road for several failures under the commercial vehicle regulations. That occurred outside City Hall and involved a large and decorated semi-truck that was incessantly sounding its horn in violation of the injunction order. That driver was arrested and the truck was towed from the highway. Yes, Canada still has the uh, truck honking uh, ban, which uh, there was uh, because the 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 rally in Melbourne went all throughout the the CBD. I uh, went from Parliament House uh, past uh, the Victoria Police HQ where they chanted you serve us and uh, there was a, a truck on the way which they got to, to toot. Uh, if that truck was in Canada then uh, the Victoria Police officers would have surrounded it and arrested the, the driver but uh, you can toot for, for freedom here in uh, Melbourne, Victoria, uh, there was plenty of tutors for freedom at the, the November uh, rallies as well. So 
are still not as bad as uh, Canada, but uh, we are still pretty bad. And uh, over in uh, Western Australia, they are under severe uh, restrictions as I'm not sure if they're what sort of mix they've got of their they're having their Omicron wave. I'm not sure if it's uh, BS1 or 2, sorry, BA1 uh, and 2. But uh, according to, to Mark McGowan, they, they are reaching their peak, uh, peak of the wave because regardless of what you do, and this is what uh, most normies are now finding out, no matter what restrictions or lockdowns you put in, uh, the, the curve, it always goes up and then comes down again. And uh, at the, the peak of uh, the Omicron curve, uh, they are going to be trialling a, a new a COVID uh, test, uh, which uh, where they're going to go randomly uh, door to door in, in Perth uh, to uh, swab uh, residents. Uh, this was a Nine News uh, feature. COVID Army will go door to door in Perth this weekend, conducting random testing with fears Omicron is lurking undetected in the community. Live now to Perth reporter Alexia Pesce. Alexia, good morning. These tests are different than what we're used to. Good morning, Alex. That's right. These tests are WA-made and they're called LAMP. Basically, you put a bit of saliva on the end of a Q-tip. It then goes back into a tube and you'll get the results within a couple of days. However, they haven't been diagnostically approved yet, so anyone who does test positive will later need to go and do a PCR test or a RAT. Belmont, Bassendine, Claremont and Melville are among the first suburbs to be targeted. It's expected 1,600 people will be tested over the next two weekends. Let's have a listen to why. We know that some people don't have symptoms and some people don't have enough symptoms to go and seek a test. And we really want to know how many infections there are out there at the moment. According to official figures, we recorded more than 7,000 new cases yesterday, surging active infections in WA to more than 31,000. Alex? Alexia, thank you. Yes, uh, so that is... As as uh, Mel and uh, Margot uh, responded there, uh, Margot would not be answering her door, and uh, Mel is in uh, disbelief. And as this uh, X Y Z uh, report mentions, so it's this new uh, they're they're trialing a new COVID nineteen test, which is called Lamp. Uh, so that stands for if I if I go go further down here. It's it's so it's uh, so it uh, I don't think it's got it here, uh, but yes, that's that's the that's the shortened name for it there. And so it's a a trial that's being conducted uh, via a grant uh, from the Western Australian government uh, with the Telethon Kids Institute and Curtin University. Now, when I heard that it was a, a local uh, university in Perth and that. Uh, uh, they were also working with the the, the Telethon Kids Institute. It uh, immediately uh, reminded me of a academic at a, another uh, West Australian university, the, the University of Western Australia, uh, Dr. Zoe Hyde, who over a year ago uh, uh, tweeted uh, that uh, 
tweet, uh, it was tweet 1722 of a Twitter thread. She said, I said that cases in children might be detectable for a shorter period. How can we get around that? One option is anal swab testing because uh, fecal, uh, fecal shedding is prolonged. A study in Wuhan found about one fifth of children had negative nasal swabs, but positive anal swabs. Uh, thank God they're not trialing uh, anal swabs in, uh, uh, in Perth uh, at the moment. And Dr. Zoe Hyde is, is still around one year later. She's a member of uh, Ozsage and she's still interviewed by the, the local ABC Perth there. So I wonder now, it is voluntary, this, uh, this new lamp test. So you can say, uh, these Perth residents can say no to this trial. Uh, but as that uh, Nine News uh, report said, if you test positive on the, the lamp test, uh, then you've still got to get another PCR uh, test as well. So you're, you're further, further being part of this uh, experiment uh, trial. Uh, now, going from uh, Western Australia uh, over to uh, South Australia, uh, after the uh, the Australian Worldwide Freedom Rallies, it was South Australian election night, where, as the, the polls had shown, uh, the uh, Labor opposition in South Australia, led by uh, Peter Malinowskis, uh, romped at home against... Uh, Liberal Premier Stephen Marshmallow. Uh, this is the state of the count according to the uh, ABC election uh, result here. Uh, so as you can, uh, so there's 47, 47 seats in the South Australian House of Assembly. Uh, 24 to form a majority in the ALP is uh, well uh, uh, already projected to uh, be have a majority of, uh, of at least uh, two, and there's still nine seats in doubt, including uh, Stephen Marshall's uh, own seat of, of Dunstan. Now, obviously, the, 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 the superficial uh, analysis of uh, this state election result is that, uh, oh, it's uh, bad news for, for, for Scott Morrison with uh, uh, Labor, uh, the, uh, Labor opposition winning the, the last uh, election before the, the federal election. Though, as I pointed out on Trad Tasman talk on, on Friday, uh, despite being uh, the leader of a modern Labor Party, Peter Malinowskis is actually a, a social conservative. Uh, he, ha he made a, a very, uh, you would say, uh, measured uh, victory uh, speech uh, where he paid respect to, to Marshmallow's uh, work and said, you know, they're the Liberal Party are not our enemies, they're, uh, they're just our adversaries. Uh, so he, it looks like he has no intention of being the, the, the nasty uh, political thug uh, like uh, Dan Andrews here in Victoria is from the, the socialist left. And uh, Dan Andrews, of course, trying to attach himself to a Labour winner uh since uh, dan is facing uh, an election in november 2022 he did big congratulations to peter malinowskis and sa labor on your victory tonight south australians voted for a positive plan for the future and peter with you as premier i reckon that's exactly what you'll get well obviously since south australians elected a labor state government for the next four years uh we do hope that uh Peter Malinowskis is going to be the moderate uh, centrist uh, premier that he is uh, promised. The uh, the 
now South Australian uh, Liberal opposition, they're probably going to go through a huge internal brawl because uh, Marshmallow, who is a social uh, progressive and his and his entire Liberal cabinet was full of social progressives, they purged uh, the Conservatives from the 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 SA. Uh, liberal ranks, including uh, trying to prevent uh, members of, of church groups joining the, the South Australian uh, Liberal Party. And of course, uh, Marshmallow, the reason why he was called the, the Marshmallow is because uh, whenever there was a COVID outbreak, uh, he uh, basically uh, melted <laughs> and was as soft as a marshmallow locking down the the state. Uh, his uh, hysterical uh, chief health officer, Nicholas Spiria, don't touch the football, and of course, police commissioner Grant Stevens. Uh, Peter Malinowskis, he met with the uh, the other, uh, the, 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 the two, uh, those two bureaucrats today, and actually said he wants to relax restrictions, including the, the isolation requirements. It's still 15 minutes in South Australia, and also uh, relax the, the muzzles there, because South Australia still has an indoor mask mandate there. I wonder how the a lot how the uh, Labor uh, bear-twitching shields who simply supported Peter Malinowskis for Premier because he was Labor are going to feel about that if tomorrow he announces we're getting rid of the muzzles and uh, you're only a close contact if you are in the same room with somebody for four plus hours and now uh, there there is uh, there is reported to be an announcement uh, this week uh, that. Uh, New South Wales, Victoria are going to be uh, freeing close contacts if they test negative on a rat from having to isolate for seven days. So somebody like me who was stuck at home for seven days during January because I was a close contact uh, wouldn't have to do that if if, uh, this uh, new... relaxed, basically, that you only have to isolate if you're positive was in place, then I, because I tested tested negative three times, and so, and but I was still confined to here for seven days. So I would love us to go to the full uh, UK where you don't even have to isolate if you're a positive case. Uh, there's no mask mandates uh, anywhere, and hopefully the Coronavirus Act uh, will expire. And now... Uh, as I mentioned, Peter Malinowskis, uh, social conservative uh, from the the Labor right. He's the protege of uh, Labor right uh, factional uh, power broker Don Farrell, who uh, he has been the well, uh, he he's been the the right power broker in SA Labor for many years, and uh, Penny Wong has uh, been the uh, South uh, South Australia left uh, power broker. Uh, for many years, and uh, of course, uh, Penny Wong uh, has uh, fa- has uh, f- found uh, herself uh, having to uh, explain uh, her uh, hypocritical and uh, fake uh, persona uh, this uh, past week after being named uh, by the the late. Labor Senator Kimberly Kitching, uh, who died of a heart attack at the age of 52 last week, whose funeral was today. Uh, Kitching named uh, Labor Senate Leader Penny Wong, uh, Deputy uh, Labor Senate Leader Christina Keneally, and uh, the manager 
of uh, of opposition business in the Senate, uh, Katie Gallagher, as uh, the the mean girls of the federal Labor Party, which is the uh, which is an analogous to the the two thousand and four. Uh, mean Girls uh, teen movie uh, with Lindsay Lohan and uh, Rachel uh, McAdams. And obviously there was uh, three members of the the Plastics, like there is uh, these uh, three uh, Mean Girls of the the Senate Labor uh, Plastics. And uh, Penny Wong uh, was asked uh, during the week by by 10 News about uh, these accusations that they orchestra orchestrized uh bullied and and froze out uh Kimberly Kitching because she uh, she uh was from the the labor right she was a, a China hawk uh part of the the Wolverines uh with Andrew Hasty and uh James uh Patterson uh this was uh Penny Wong uh outside her office interviewed by Network 10 last week there have been some accusations that yourself and some of your Labor senator colleagues um, were mean girls, mistreated or even bullied the late Senator Kimberly Kitching. What was your relationship with her and what's your response to that? I've seen uh, those reports and I just want to say this. Um, senator Kitching has passed away. That was tragic and shocking and many in the Labor family are grieving and the loved ones are grieving. So. Uh, I'm simply not going to engage uh, in commentary about some of the allegations which have been raised, even if, if I and others disagree with them. Senator, will you attend Kimberly Kitchen's funeral? Uh, look, uh, I will um, look at whether I can. I currently have an engagement in the Northern Territory for, with some First Nations communities. Should the leader attend? Well, well that's, look, this, this is, I really think, uh, there is politics and there is um, humanity. Yes, that was the tactic of uh, Penny Wong and the, the other mean girls to say, oh, we're not going to comment on, on this out of, uh, out of respect, uh, uh, dignity for her passing and not until the funeral, which was today. And Elbow said the same. I mean, he's fully uh, cucked uh, by these three mean girls because uh, he needs their support uh, to be prime minister. And of course, uh, Elbow uh, just said there's no issue uh, with... Uh, uh, bullying uh, and culture in the Labor Party, of course, just wants to to make it uh, go away because uh, it's a, it's a easier path uh, for him. He believes to become Prime Minister to just uh, try and make it all go away. In fact, he claimed that these three mean girls were victims because they were called mean girls because it denigrated uh, their uh, well their their well standing as well. Uh, strong uh, female uh, leaders. Uh, apparently, uh, the uh, the bullies uh, were the victims, uh, which uh, is also uh, an analogy. Is what happened in the the Mean Girls movie, where Regina George, who's uh, who is the, the the queen bee of the of the plastics, and uh, well, you'd say Penny Wong is the the queen bee of the the Labor. Uh, plastics there. Uh, Regina George claimed that she was a victim and didn't victimise anybody. And uh, Margot says, is uh, Penny Wong even a girl? Yes, uh, she is. Uh, Of course, she looks nothing like uh, Regina George. Uh, 
the the queen bee there. Uh, now, they did break their silence, uh, the Mean Girls, on Friday and put out a statement uh, denying uh, that they bullied Kimberly uh, Kitching. And uh, I did like this uh, edit uh, by a, a Polybard, uh, which is a, a Twitter account there. I actually can't read that uh, myself on the, on the screen there or bring up, uh, a, or bring up a, a higher resolution version on my screen to read. So... Uh, this is Polybard's edit. It is not actually what they put out. This has been a difficult time for the Mean Girls. That person's tragic death has been a shock to us all. People are finally seeing our party for what it really is. Our priority at this time has been that person's husband, Andrew, her family and her loved ones, their grief and their loss immeasurable. Out of respect for them and for that person, we have totally ducked allegations that have been made despite them being utterly true. This has been hard, but we believe it is the right thing to do to maintain sufficient gaslighting for all concerned. Given the truth bombs that continue to be dropped, we feel it necessary to issue a cold statement. The allegations are ruining our election hopes. Other assertions which have been made are fucking spot on. All of us have spent far too fucking long screwing over the public. We do this because we are power-hungry bitches. Politics is a huge raw fest. Uh, contests can be robust and interactions difficult when you don't have a soul. It is for this reason Australia's meanest girl wishes to spin you some bullshit regarding an exchange in a meeting with that person. After these matters were publicly reported more than two years ago, the Wongbot discussed the matter with that person and apologised. Australia's meanest girl understood that apology was accepted. The comments have that have been reported reflect uh, Bongiwani's views that those who know her uh, would understand that she uh, deeply enjoys causing pain. All, uh, all three of us will be attending that person's funeral. This uh, follows uh, engagement with that person's family about our hypocrisy. Uh, we will do so to try and hide our collective shame. And now, the, as uh, this statement uh, says, that uh, uh, Penny Wong, uh, she has admitted uh, that uh, she said uh, to uh, Kimberly Kitching, uh, it was uh, when uh, Labor wanted to support a, a motion in the Senate in 2019 to support uh, uh, the kids' climate strike, and Kimberly Kitching didn't believe that uh, this was a, a good motion to support. And uh, Penny Wong, uh, who has uh, two children through IVF, uh, Kimberly Kitching tried to have children through IVF uh, but couldn't. Uh, Penny Wong had uh, the audacity to say to Kimberly Kitching, uh, if you had children, you'd understand why there was a climate uh, emergency, which is there is no lower blow than that you can make uh, against a, a woman who can't uh, have, have children than that. And, of course, it's a, well, it's especially more hurtful because uh, uh, Penny Wong, she was able to successfully have her children through IVF while Kimberly Kitching uh, couldn't. And, and Penny Wong, uh, she 
uh, went uh, on uh, the Today Show on Sunday with uh, the nine political editor Chris Newman, who really grilled her about the the Labor double standards. If uh, if this was uh, a, a if these allegations were about a liberal group of women, uh, there uh, would be uh, calls for an inquiry. The the the, the Prime Minister to address uh, uh, the matter, and it's also been. Uh, a, well, not unearthed, uh, but re-examined today that uh, when uh, Penny Wong and Katie Gallagher were grilling uh, Linda Reynolds in Senate estimates over her handling of the the Brittany Higgins rape allegations, Linda Reynolds took leave because she uh, had a a heart, uh, well, not a heart attack, but uh, had uh, heart issues. Linda Reynolds said, uh, basically, because of your uh, uh, your bullying and constant uh, harassing of me during this difficult time, I ended up in in hospital. Uh, so now I don't think that uh, it's the the Mean Girls uh, they uh, directly caused the fatal heart attack of uh, Kimberly Kitching, but because Kimberly Kitching was one of the good Labor senators, that, that's why her loss is so. Uh, profound, and it means that uh, these uh, the uh, the Labor mean girls who are very sympathetic to the the CCP support all of these leftist causes, uh, their position in the party is going to be uh, strengthened, and I doubt we'll see another uh, Kimberly Kitching uh, Labor politician uh, in the the future, which is an absolute same because. Uh, certainly, a an Albanese uh, Albanese prime ministership uh, would be nothing like a Peter Malinowskis uh, uh, South Australian premiership. I mean, Albo is from the, the socialist left of the party, and he has uh, a a very uh, leftist shadow cabinet there. Who, well, it's Penny Wong being the the foreign minister and Christina Keneally being. Uh, the the Home Affairs Minister and uh, Katie Gallagher being the Finance uh, Minister. I mean, be even darker times uh, for this country, which uh, obviously, uh, after coming coming out of uh, two years of of rolling uh, lockdowns, where uh, travel has been uh, restricted, I shared the the meme last week how over the past two years we've been uh, restricted from uh, traveling more than uh, five kilometers from a house now. Uh, now it's hard for many people to afford uh, to travel more than five kilometers uh, from their, their homes because of the, the rampant uh, inflation, which of course has been uh, blamed on uh, the uh, Putin's war in Ukraine. And uh, Bloomberg, uh, that, that uh, business uh, news website owned by a billionaire Michael Bloomberg, had an opinion opinion piece where it said, inflation stings most if you earn less than $300,000. Here's how to deal. Uh, so take the bus, uh, don't buy in bulk, try lentils instead of meat. Nobody said this would be fun. So the you poor peasants earning less than three hundred thousand a year, uh, you will uh, eat the bugs and be happy while us uh, elites continue to, to gorge ourselves on roast beef, uh, pork, and uh, uh, all of the, the uh, porterhouse steak and uh, all these uh, luxuries uh, that uh, we can afford. 
and uh, we we have the uh, federal budget uh, next week, uh, next Tuesday evening, where uh, I've already said there's a, a rumoured uh, cut in the uh, beer and, and fuel excise, and also there's rumours that, uh, well, to bribe uh, the public into uh, re-electing the Morrison government, they're just going to give out some free money, like $1,000 to wage earners to, to help with the costs of inflation, but it's not free money, it's borrowed or printed. So it'll probably just uh, increase uh, inflation. I mean, I just bought uh, my uh, uh, new loaf of bread and I noticed the price had gone up 30 cents. That must be the fault of Putin as well because uh, a lot of grain comes from from Russia. So yes, it's the fault of Putin as well, not uh, that uh, not only fuel prices are, are high, but uh, also that my bread uh, costs more uh, as well. And now going back uh, to uh, the uh, the Kimberley Kitching uh uh, Kimberly Kitching uh, allegations of uh, bullying and harassment against uh, the three men girls. The the feminist sisterhood in the the mainstream media uh, were were noticeably uh, absent uh, from as uh, well uh, standing up for uh, Kimberly Kitching as a, a bullied uh, woman. Uh, Included well, uh, if they did if they did say anything. Uh, then, uh, then it was to say, oh, this was just part of the the normal uh, rough and tumble of politics. And this is what uh, Lisa Wilkinson tweeted. Uh, she retweeted uh, uh, Catherine Murphy in the Guardian. Uh, so Lisa Wilkinson tweeted, the brutality behind the scenes of all sides of politics is never pretty. To understand better Kimberly Kitching's time in Parliament, why the telling of a story so soon after her death is so nuanced and complex, try this excellent piece by Murph Roo. And of course, Lisa Wilkinson in uh, 2018 uh, sat down uh, with uh, former uh, Liberal MP Julia Banks, who uh, said that liberal men uh, bullied her and, uh, yeah, was very sympathetic to, to Julia Banks's uh, version of events, but not to the late Kimberly Kitching's uh, version of events. Uh, now, and uh, Lisa Wilkinson was actually in Melbourne uh, this uh, uh, this past uh, weekend uh, because uh, there was the, the Quill Journalism Awards in, in Melbourne and the, uh, the, the Daily Mail uh, they uh, published an article uh, that uh, uh, she'd been uh, snapped uh, dining alone uh, with a margarita in Melbourne. Obviously, it's not exactly riveting journalism, but uh, the Daily Mail Australia, they do these snapperazzi uh, pieces uh, all the time. And obviously, because uh, Lisa Wilkinson has this image as such this uh, uh, strong uh, woman, they probably thought it would get it would interest people to see her. Just well, uh, she's on her own. I mean, she's not hanging out. She's not having a business luncheon or or, or anything there. And of course, uh, Lisa Wilkinson uh, played uh, the victim, where she uh, said that uh, a, that uh, it was creepy uh, 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 that uh, these pics were taken by a menacing press photographer. Now, before Lisa Wilkinson was a TV host, uh, she worked in in women's magazines, which of course had all these snapperazzi pictures all the time. I mean, Lisa Wilkinson knows how the uh, the industry works. And of course, yeah, Lisa Wilkinson played the, the victim 
And uh, yes, you're actually right, uh, Brucey. She does get paid. Uh, well, she gets paid, what is it, $1.7 million a year, not 500000 a year. Uh, she's even though she appears on the project mostly just once a week, uh, she's paid the most, even more than uh, Carrie Bickmore, Waleed Ali, and Peter Hillier on that uh, low rating show, uh, The Project. I've gone well over time, uh, so I'll have to cut uh, my uh, remaining uh, content. Uh, now, as I mentioned, uh, we'll all watch uh, with interest what comes out in the the, the pre-election. Uh, budget, how many uh, sweeteners uh, there are, pardon the pun, and uh, the that's after that, probably a week or so after that, the federal election will be called for uh, a Saturday in May, and uh, I know we haven't done here at, uh, well, on the, the Worms Toronto Unshackled YouTube channel, uh, an election night live stream, I think since the, the US uh, presidential election back in November 2020. It's been a while, even though we've had the West Australian, Tasmanian and South Australian federal election, but definitely we'll be doing a federal election uh, night live stream on the, the Saturday night whenever the uh, election is. And uh, once the, the federal election is called, uh, there'll be a lot of uh, fact checks underneath, uh, underneath uh, reporting of the election. Uh, this is from Cauldron Paul, Rod Lampard, Facebook to expand its fact checking apparatus for the Australian uh, federal election. Uh, so Facebook is, Facebook and Instagram prefer they've been long preparing for the showdown with misinformation, uh, Ms. Cretans, in a, in a statement. Uh, Josh Maction, Facebook's head of policy in Australia, asserted Meta has been preparing for this year's election for a long time and will be using comprehensive strategy to combat misinformation, election interference and other forms of abuse on our platforms. Now, given Facebook's history, uh, they tend to target so-called misinformation uh, coming from the right side of politics, or the uh, the or from the side that doesn't take the the mainstream media truth uh, as gospel. Though Facebook and Twitter, they have been uh, fact checking uh, leftist uh, accounts, making uh, outrageous uh, claims, and also outright fabricating uh, quotes. Uh, because uh, there was a a Twitter account today, the Russell vaccinated, which claimed that Scott Morrison said today in response to uh, Lismore flood victims uh, protesting outside Kirribilli, uh, this Twitter account claimed that Morrison uh, complained that flood victims were weaponizing their trauma against the government. Scott Morrison didn't say that. And uh, there was a Twitter fact check which said, uh, manipulated media, stay informed. And I know that uh, the Australian Electoral Commission most of their uh, fact-checking on, on Twitter has been uh, against uh, unhinged uh, leftist uh, drip accounts claiming that Scott Morrison might delay the election or split it. Uh, they've been mainly spending their time calling out misinformation on the left. Uh, so, yes, we'll see how it plays out in the actual uh, election campaign. All right, that's it for Tim's News Explosion this week. I'll be back later in the week. I'll let you know if there's a Wilms front 
on Thursday evening. Uh, Trade Tasman Turk will be back with Stephen Berry. Uh, it will be at the regular time, 6 p.m. Melbourne time on the Unshackled YouTube channel. I'll definitely be back for Tim's News Explosion next Monday evening at 8.30 p.m. Melbourne time where I'll be reviewing another mainstream media, what I call uh, Nazploitation uh, documentary because uh, Nick McKenzie... Uh, obviously wanting to win uh, more awards. Uh, for, he, he won a, a Quill Award uh, for the, the 60 Minutes Age uh, Nazis Next Door reports. He's now turned it into a Stan documentary uh, called uh, Nazis Amongst Us, which will premiere on Stan next Sunday. The streaming service, I will uh, provide a review of that, see uh, what if there's any new material in it. Mackenzie is obviously wanting to, to win maybe a Logie if they ever hold awards again, or what is it, uh, an actor award as well. The Australian Academy of uh, Film uh, or Cinema and Television, it, sta it stands for. So I'll bring you that next Monday. But take care, everyone, uh, this week, and I'll see you later. Good night. Tim's News Explosion. 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 Tim's news explosion.